we be casting off now? Hello and welcome to the From the Spirit World podcast, a legendary avatar of the last airbender and the Legend of Korra podcast for OverlyAnimated.com. We are here podcasting episode by episode on the new Netflix live-action Avatar series with some of the biggest Avatar fans you know, the From the Spirit World crew. New podcasts generally out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the next few weeks. Today, we have gotten to episode 5, Spirited Away. Not that Spirited Away. Episode 5 of Netflix's Avatar. Check out our previous uh, coverage of this season one by searching From the Spirit World or Overly Animated anywhere you subscribe to either feed or our dedicated Netflix Avatar feed to get all these podcasts and leave us five-star reviews on either feed you listen, please. Uh, I realized I didn't do the person intros yet, so I am your host, Dylan, and today I'm joined by Mel. Hello. Jeff. Hello. And Sam. Hi. And also Ali will be joining shortly. Uh, But in the meantime, we are going to uh, get into Spirited Away. We've watched, uh, some of us have only watched up to this episode. We're covering spoilers only up to this episode here. And please, no spoilers past this in the comments. We'll be in full spoiler territory for the original Avatar and also Korra throughout this series. You can send us your feedback, podcast at overlyanimated.com. Uh, with the uh, episode you're spoiling in the title. We would love to hear what you have to say as we are enter the second half of this season. Hope we're all excited to talk about Spirited Away, a lot of interesting changes, things that they mm. brought into this episode. I actually, I did a lot of thinking about changes on my one-way bike ride um, today. So I, I've got some thoughts about that. Okay, well, what, what thoughts do you have, Mel, about <clears throat> episode five here so <clears throat> i first of all i guess i'm in a minority i didn't i i actually kind of enjoyed this one but it seems like a lot of this one what do you mean <clears throat> you're in a minority you're the first one i'm going to we haven't established well, I, the reason, here's the reason i say minority is because i was just poking around at some of the reviews for this episode specifically and then also Allie, I know for a fact, wasn't a fan of it. Uh, um, not not the most reliable. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> point is, is I actually this was one that I, I I'm gonna say disliked the least. Now that's not fair. I I there are parts of this I liked. Um, but anyway, I was thinking about like you know just <clears throat> specifically in this because I think I had an initial big reaction to the fact that he sort of pulls Katara and Sokka into the spirit world with him, um, which felt like, I mean, I know in the original episode, like Sokka gets like sort of sucked in and that's like the whole point of him, um, you know, going after him like poltergeist style to uh, go retrieve him. But, you know, it's, it felt like a departure from, from the Mm -hmm. mythology and stuff. And um, I thought about it a lot in terms of like, um, I'm a big fan of rings of power but I've also read the Cimmerillion and Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and children of Huron and like all these, you know, lore things that people get bent out of shape for getting changed in that show. So I like really sat down. I was like, okay, like what is this reaction I'm having? You know, is it because it's a change or because it's annoying? Um, you know, like does it actually not work or do I just think it's annoying because I, it's not what I'm used to. And once I started thinking about it like that, you know, and sort of investigating, like, why why the change? Like, what does it allow them to do? And obviously, as the episode went on, like, we saw what it allowed them to do. They, you know, sort of combined elements of the swamp, of um, whatever episode of Korra, the 
the fog of lost souls appears in um you know we get a lot of backstory on katara and Sokka. um you know i i don't disagree that it is a little bit of like a, a momentum slower um the episode as a whole but um I thought they justified their reason for having such a huge, like, departure and, like, you know, not a huge departure, but I I could tell that people were going to, I was like, okay, people are probably pretty mad about that. Um, So it it, it was something I investigated internally throughout watching the episode. That's good. I think uh, on this series, so far, we've been pretty open to them changing things. Mm -hmm. Um. So that is good to hear. And I, you could argue this is definitely the biggest change. So that's good to get into. Um, except for I ranted about a change last episode. But we don't need to, we don't need to talk about that. Um, new, new, new day. New changes to evaluate. Mel is uh, approved of them to some extent. What about you, uh, Jeff? What do you think of this episode? I really liked it overall. There were some parts that I, that, I don't know if that works as much. Like bringing Wan Chi Tong in. It felt like they brought the shape of the character, but not the actual character in, because now he's just a spirit in a forest giving out advice and not this scary library demon. Not demon, but yeah. Um, but uh, I, the, the CGI on the spirits are very well done. Uh, loved Ozai and seeing his relationship with his exiled son uh, and his conversation with Azula. I'm sure we'll get into like a lot of different parts of this, but overall, I was very happy with it. Okay. Positive review there. Sam, what did you think of Spirited Away? I gotta say, I didn't really have too many strong feelings about it. I thought it was, it wasn't mediocre, but it wasn't like, you know, I didn't like it as much as I did the previous episode, which I think I called my favorite episode mm-hmm. of the series thus far. Um, yeah, I mean, it was okay, I guess. Um, I didn't mind um, the changes really at all. Uh, I agree with Jeff. The Wan Chi Tong part kind of, uh, I wish they didn't do that. Cause I don't know. It just, it seems like, oh, we're in the spirit world. We want to mush together a lot of the, uh, mm-hmm. the spirits that we know and love. And I guess he's one of them. Um, but that also begs an interesting question of if we're even going to go to the library when the time comes, maybe we won't, who knows? But Anyway, yeah, like I thought bringing in Ko was a good idea. I thought that, you know, just having the, uh, I don't know, just having the spirit world there and having all the uh, parts come together like that worked. I liked Zuko's plotline. I like seeing June. She's always a welcome addition to my party. She's awesome. And I really liked Azula's sort of... Not unraveling, but definitely like, you know, feeling the pressure of her father. It was very interesting. But, uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of how May and Tidely are just solely tied to her thus far. But, you know, they're kind of just hanging out on the sidelines until further notice. So it was an okay episode. I felt like it was the kind of episode that's getting us from point A to point B. Yeah. Uh, Who else is at the Sam party besides June? Uh, let's see. There's June Smellerbees there. Um, I don't know. Just based off of like people in the Avatar world thus far in this live action remake. Uh, Kiyoshi can come. Okay. Suki's mom can come. I think Katara's mom can come. Not, uh, Grand not Suki Grand can though. Come. Uh, Suki, if she doesn't like drag Sokka, and Sokka's <laughs> not invited. <clears throat> 
But I would definitely bring Suki if she would uh, keep Sokka at home. Okay. Sounds like a fun time, I guess. Yeah, we're just going to hang out. I don't know what Grand Grand's going to do, but... I don't know. She's going to hang out with us. It'll be cool. Okay. That's good to hear. Um, Yeah, thank thank you, Dylan. I appreciate you (laughs) delving into my fantasies. I mean, you said the sand party. We had to get into it, I feel like. Um, (laughs) I didn't have an actual party in mind. I just like June. I think she's cool. June's cool. This episode did not do anything yet. Um, So I I also did not feel particularly strongly about this episode, Um, but it's fine. I don't mind the changes. That's not really the issue here. I just think this is like part one of a two-part episode, and it was like pretty slow. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I can tell... I have not seen next episode, but I can tell more interesting things will be happening soon. Um, so that's just kind of, I felt like we brought June in, but she hasn't done anything. We went to the spirit world. Um, we did Ko. Okay. I feel very strongly about Ko in the animated show. And that's one of, I think, the best <laughs> scenes of the series. And here, despite the fact that they did it shot by like a shot by shot remake, it did not land for me. Um, so we'll talk about why. Uh, but yeah, I just I think there's a big opportunity with the spirit world for them. And I don't mind them changing things. I think it makes sense because the spirit world itself changes throughout the course of Avatar um, and has changed significantly since the original Avatar. So changing it to maybe be closer to what it is later in this series, later in Korra, makes sense. Um, I'm just not particularly sure what we did that brought anything new or exciting to the table that wasn't there before. And what we did get was, I guess, a worse version of Avatar, but that's like this whole show. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah, I'm happy to hear there people liked it, though. I don't know. I think this, for me, is tough. Without having seen part two, Jeff, have you also not seen episode six yet? Right. Do you, do, yeah. Do, how, how do you feel like? Uh, do you, are you anticipating things to come? Yeah, I mean, I'm interested in like what what's you know, Roku had nothing to say about oh in the original show. So what's he going to do here? Not really sure. Yeah, yeah so very who, curious what he's going to have to share that is is imperative. Like maybe the comment, I guess. So in in the season one finale, Roku, is it Roku who warns Aang about Ko and to like not show any emotion? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he did. You're right. He did. I forget. So, but he doesn't say like this is how you defeat him. But that's. Right. I mean, look, I, I we could. This isn't. I don't know. If this is the most. But it was important. also a different scenario in the original because he just went to Ko for information. Ko just kind of. I don't know, I guess sneaks up on him in this. Yeah, I guess Ko tells Yeah, because Ko, about... they were saying that Ko is the only spirit old enough to remember mm-hmm. who Twi and La were. Yeah, so they brought Ko here, which means you're going to have to get that information in some, some uh, different way in the last two episodes of this this series. Unless he goes back to Ko. I mean, uh, this was an introduction. True, true. Um, I would be interested in that, but, um, Ko is a threat. Yeah. I, I, we, I don't know if we need to start with Ko, but to me, it's like, okay, you brought Ko in. There's very few, I mean, there's not very few, but there's some things in Avatar that are like sacred to me. I think Ko in the season one finale is kind of one of them. 
Um, so you're bringing Cohen, you do the exact same scene. I think because it's such a good scene, you do the exact same thing. However, the context is just completely different and does not get warned ahead of time to not show emotion. And so he's kind of just has straight faced in that scene for no reason, which I thought was was ridiculous. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, yeah, Co is a threat as opposed to, I mean, he's a threat in, in the original show too, but he's, he's, Aang's going in for information versus, um, you know, kind of like abducted these people, which I think I don't like that change as much, but we will see how it plays out because we haven't, I guess, not seen the full picture yet. So I guess we'll see some original co-material next episode. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not the most important scene of the episode, but just doing the exact same scene, but not setting it up felt uh, very weird to me. I will say that I was terrified with Ko as like a, a creature in this universe just said that the way they animated is like his whole face blinking it was very well done yeah i was i don't know if we need to say this five minutes in, but since we're here i was uh distracted by the um <laughs> the um vaginal aspects of oh uh, of co i don't know what? if anyone else oh, thought, thought of that. Pick up on that i guess he was very yonic is that the, maybe the better way of saying it? Yeah, Yannick. <laughs> okay. The, doesn't his face blink in the in the um, yeah. animated show too? Just uh, I want to be clear that this is not something that anatomically happens. <laughs> yeah, it does not. <laughs> but um, it, 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 yeah, the, 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 the te- like the the way the CGI brings the the co body out. Mm-hmm. You know, very slimy. Yeah, and much yeah, like yeah, I was uncomfortable. The yoni. <laughs> With the, with this, <laughs> so interesting. That was one of my main reactions. I guess I I don't know. Mostly, I just thought he was creepy because he was like a like a big old bug. Yeah, well, which He's I think is the, the, the same. Um, yeah, no, he looked it like his. Yeah, it was like a shot for shot remake. But um, I will say like the one thing I didn't love about him and the way that they had him is the the voice changed with the face, which I didn't love i think it's i think it's creepier if he changes face but the voice is the same to me personally but i don't know yeah i don't remember exactly what do we think of george takei as uh co i did i i expected him to sound more like classic george yeah i was gonna say i expected the sort of yeah a lot more subtle here we saw him in the credits and we had to rewind to be like whoa that was him huh also, yeah. my note on Ko's look, my first reaction was, wow, he really looks like the magic mirror from the Shrek movies. Mm. <laughs> so there you go. That's that's my hot Sam take on Ko. Two sides of the reaction to Ko's look here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah I think I see it. I like, like his eyes. Yeah. And yeah, I would have to rewatch Shrek. Um, when, when, we, when they make do the Shrek live action remakes, we can then talk about that. Um. Okay. How oh about? Oh God. <laughs> Who do you think's gonna be Shrek? You should watch the 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 musical. They did a pro shot of the musical on Netflix. Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? I unironically really like the musical. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. I can cannot cannot comment. Uh, <laughs> the so this episode is um Winter Solstice Part One: The Sparrow World. Kind of the framework there with Hey Bye. They change the setup, but whatever. But we bring in a lot of stuff from Bato of the Water Tribe, which is interesting. Uh, June and Bato himself. Uh, mm-hmm. 
but instead of being in the present is in the form of a flashback from Sokka precipitated by the fog of lost souls, which is not a thing in original avatar. Um, we obviously bring in co from the finale is, is pretty different. We start to bring in the, the UN archers from the blue spirit. Um, that'll play out more next episode, which should be the actual blue spirit episode seemingly combined with part two of the winter solstice, which is interesting. seems like a lot, but I guess we'll see. Um, and then I kind of felt like they're adapting the swamp here. I don't know if you guys got that impression. Yeah, um, no, that's yeah, a little what bit I, what I assumed they were doing was I the guess, same the same stuff in the swamp. Yeah, like oh, we're here, so we'll do the swamp. People see the people they've lost, or they didn't frame it like that. Sokka talks to a fox, um, which who we do not know yet is, and I do not know. But my theory is that this is UA. But I don't know what she sounds like, like in the show. UA? Pre-UA, kind of how in the swamp it's post-UA. So that's mm. kind of where my head is at. The, well, that's what made me. Think I guess about I didn't even think like to if I wanted to go back and listen. I mean, it doesn't. I feel like Amber Mid Thunder doesn't say a ton in Prey enough for me to like recognize her voice, but I could listen to some you know, interviews. Yeah, originally I thought it was like, oh, that's that's one Shitong's helper, one of them. Mm. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But. But now that you say that, like, we did get that close-up shot of this metal bangle thing on one of the fox's tails, which tells me yeah. they're, they're going to have another close-up shot of the same thing on a human to make you realize. Right. Oh, okay. So we'll be on the And I think it was, that. like, I mean, it's a very quick thing, but it seemed like it was, like, a water tribe, like, something or other. Yeah. Man, isn't visual storytelling so fascinating? Mm-hmm. I think it would be more fascinating if I took anything away from Sokka and interaction with the fox. Um, but it's mostly just like, oh, I think that could be UA based on uh, the swamp in kind of a weird manner. Um, but I, anyway, the reason I guess it wouldn't be like a Wan Shitongo, and it just seemed like a very specific female presenting voice. And, uh, you know, I felt like they were doing something here. The way you guys are talking about it, having seen the future, makes me think it won't be answered, which disappoints me. I have not seen past this episode. Oh, so Mel's on the same. Wow, page only as us. Sam knows. Yeah. And Allie is now here. If Allie, Allie also knows, <laughs> but <laughs> she won't say anything. Okay, well, uh, Allie, who is now present, uh, you can chime in with your thoughts on this episode. Who uh, you don't you don't know what we thought? Yeah, I mean, uh, it'll be a surprise for me later. Uh, this is if a I fun liminal space for you to be in right now. <laughs> is it fun? Uh, first impressions were. Uh, I thought there was kind of too much going on here. I mean, I liked some of the stuff they were doing. I feel like I've said this on on every podcast I've been on about this adaptation. For every one good change they make, it feels like they make three bad changes, in my opinion. Um, I, the spirit world did not look great to me. Not a fan of how they put Wan Shitong here, because, like, who's guarding his knowledge? The whole point was that he didn't want to leave the library because he didn't want knowledge to fall into the wrong hands. Um, I know you guys were talking about... Um, the fox and i also assumed that it was like one of his knowledge spirits and i won't say anything else but that was my first assumption um i think i really liked what they were doing with Sokka and katara but i don't feel like it was necessary to go to the spirit world for that to happen like they could have just i I mean i thought like the concept was good but the execution could have been better like i them going into the spirit world with ang felt a little off and like even <clears throat> them not understanding Wan Chitong, I was like, why? Just because he has. I, I thought. Did anyone else think that they couldn't see him at first? Yeah. yeah. Like it seemed. Yeah. I was like, okay, they can't see him or hear him. And then later they were like, oh no, we can. 
see him. Yeah. We just can't hear. Like that, that it seemed it seemed odd to me. Yeah, it was kind strange. Yeah, speaking of Wanchi Tong, and for reference, I we just briefly discussed the fox, and we talked about Ko mainly before that, which uh, okay. I criticized the lack of context. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I like even with like I want to like the reference to the mother of faces that they did, but it like doesn't. Make uh, can sense you can you elaborate on that? Because I I I saw that the mother of faces was going to be in this show, but I thought I assumed we didn't get there yet. Was it? Was, did I miss it here? I think it was. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I might have spoiled something. Okay. No. Well. I guess I'm only spoiling Jeff here, but yeah, I have heard the Mother of Faces is in, in this in this series. But is that, I apologize. Is that something from the novels or from, from the comics? From the from the one of the comics, yeah. So, <laughs> but it, I mean, it's it's worth bringing into this discussion. I think, despite the minor spoiler, because um, we're this is the main time to talk about the presentation of the spirit world. Uh, it, it's it's annoying what they're doing these like sets sets of two episodes and it's kind of annoying to talk about it episode by episode. It's like we couldn't talk about Omashu fully in episode three podcast and now we can't really uh, talk about the spare world fully. But the, basically they're bringing a lot of stuff. My general take and for some reason I remember my talking point 10 years ago from Cora about the spirit world. <laughs> wow. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I said almost the exact same thing of like um, they've really uh changed the spirit world throughout the course of avatar and Korra. um even just from the kind of 107 108 to the season one finale to the presentation and the rest of avatar and then Korra, they kind of just go in a completely different direction and like what the spirit world is um today i forgot if this like where this was established but i was reading something on twitter so i apologize then like someone said and sorry I'm pretty sure it's canon. Again, yeah, I mean, sorry for being on twitter and sorry for bringing it up but i <laughs> it's canon i think that like the spirit world changes based on the avatar's mood when they're in it and i, I feel like i canon. also remember that but i'm also like did i just read that in fanfic like i, know. <laughs> I think it's I canon did, I, no I, it I definitely don't... happened because doesn't ang katara or god cora <laughs> <Quora. laughs> um we got there eventually <clears throat> couldn't uh, she like turn into a kit right and like everything like yeah, okay yeah, that was I like a whole thing that. in cora because mm-hmm. she meets iroh who's like oh like yeah it's gonna change based on your emotions mm-hmm. so you just gotta like not be scared and it won't be scary why didn't i think of that before you know i think they've probably tried to explain this but for the most part it's just them kind of but i mean it makes sense that the spirit world would not be a set form in general Mm -hmm. um but i really you know i feel like that their uh, view of it as has really evolved over the course of how many ever years and so now we get to this show which can retroactively look back on avatar Angkor and the novels so they have the ability to present a more unified version of the spirit world versus the kind of evolving one that we've seen uh throughout the shows and uh supplementary material um so i want them to change here stuff here actually i like that they're bringing in a lot of different stuff because it would feel out kind of like weirdly outdated if they just stuck to what was in avatar like the show itself was changing the spirit world as it went on i felt like they were finding their view of what this should consist of and so they already kind of have changed it with bringing kiyoshi earlier um but here i guess my takeaway i i I, so bring in wanshi tong great um sure but to what extent, like, what's the ultimate purpose? Exactly. Is, is, uh, I'm not sure what I got out of bringing in a lot of different elements here. It, it just felt more like it's kind of fun to see everything at the same time. Mm. But Which, it, so that's something else I was thinking about, too, with, like, okay, what are they choosing to take to, like, sort of make a, a narrative through line for a single season with, like, a condensed story? And, like, you know, 
broad strokes, like, yeah, okay, like, I can see, like, this making sense, like, ma- to having most of the, like, random Earth Kingdom stuff take place at Omashu and tying that together, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we're tying together um, the, win- was it the Winter Solstice? Um, yeah. And Blue Spirit and some other stuff together. And, like, you know, for the most part, it all makes sense. But I also feel like some of the stuff that they're picking, like you said, like, they're picking and choosing to put in here is, like you know, serves no purpose or actively just sort of, like, takes me out of it. And, um, you know, it does feel like it's ultimately for, like, oh, yeah, and, you know, this guy, we know about this guy, and you know about this guy, and, you know, we, we you know, instead of, like, you know, designing, like, some sort of, you know, you could have any spirit, any any randomly designed spirit, any whatever, but to pick Wong Chitong is, like, okay, like, we're picking something the fans are familiar with and can latch on to, and then also, like, seems, I mean, who knows, but seems like there's no consideration for, like, okay, how does that change things later um, or change the character if, um, you know, this is what you're doing? Like, you know, I, it, I'd be interested if there's, like, with things like that, if there is a broader reason and, like, a sort of, like, higher outline than simply just, like, you know, wouldn't this be cool? Yeah, Wan Tong feels like more of, like, a cameo. Uh, yeah. Just, like... Yeah. Isn't this fun to see this? I like calling but like, him Birdie. Uh, but uh, Birdie was fun. Other than that, I basically took nothing away from Wan Chitong, unfortunately. Um, that big, the, on the other hand, maybe the Fog of Lost Souls was more successful because that at least was used Is, as Was that a, here? That was in Korra. No, but yeah, but did they include that here? I've got yeah. They called it. Yeah. The they call it the fog. Yeah. So okay, that's G- Gyatso at the end calls it that. Um, and uh, it's they stay off the path or else you'll. Okay, now I do see remember truths. because I did freak out about that and it was good. So bringing that from Korra, that at least is used as a uh, narrative vehicle to explore flashbacks um, and to accomplish elements from the rest of the season that we're not going to have time for. Mainly Bado. Um, and seeing Hakoda and stuff. Um, so I think that, that felt purposeful to me. Um, just like narrative intentionality. I got a lot from that. I, so I, I think bringing that in seems worth it. Now the flashbacks itself, I didn't think they were like incredible or anything, but it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I was, very- was a little violent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, I was more of a fan of the one with Sokka cause it like shows his insecurity. Like Katara with her mom, we kept getting like hints to that. Well, Flat, like flashes of the flashback repeatedly until now, and it was like it's enough already. Jeff, yeah, I I, I agree. I like Sokka's more just is is a gut punch. Like oh no, all the, the daddy issues that's caused. <laughs> I love yeah. thinking about them in comparison with each other, though. Do like you? guitar. Yes, oh, sorry. I no, I thought you meant like the animated version. No, 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 no. Like Katara's, like you know, her truth, her trauma is like you know, watching her mother burn in front of her, and Sokka's is like, oh, I messed up on my my thing, and my dad thinks I'm a loser. That is funny. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um. So and we'll, we can we can get more into the the flashbacks, but. I guess Fogolas Souls, at least it's like a, it's like a device. And, um, I will say overall though, I mean, we'll see what happens with the Fox. If it's re- if I, it, I looked at the credits and that told me what it's supposed to be. Okay. I didn't say, I didn't look. So don't look at credit. the credits if okay. you don't want to know. <laughs> anyway, I don't, if, if it is UA, then at least it's like bringing in elements from the swamp here. I don't know. The, 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 which isn't the spirit world, but a spirit worldy. So fine. Um, 
that being said, I did. This was mentioned. I, I guess I was looking for maybe more of a visual direction with the spirit world because mm. it's mainly just we see a path and there's fog on. The yeah, side. and there's fog. Yeah, it's like at least give it some more color or something. I feel like there's a big opportunity to go big with the spirit. Yeah, world. like with the budget you got for the CG, why not? It no, we just like want to go out in the woods and roll a fog <laughs> machine. Yeah, um, and is that what they were doing? <laughs> it, it feels like. Uh, Upside down light is like kind of what they're doing. Where they're you just know, like, oh, it's yeah, a, little a little bit, bit. creepier. The upside version. down, like towards the end, has like s- such That's why like, I said wild that. visual. You know, like I want to see that. I want to see this 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 version of something completely wild like that. Oh, I just understood what you meant. Yeah, light, light, upside down. Light. They spent all their money on the Fire Nation ships. And, and the lighting and when they're in the Fire Nation. Have you noticed that, by the way? Whenever they go to the Fire Nation, the lighting is so interesting. Mm. I'm yeah. pretty confused by the, like, what's the geography of this? Because I thought that Katara and Sokka were, like, in imminent danger of having their face eaten off. And Aang, in response to that, is like, I'm going to go to the Fire Nation on a trip. How long was that? Like, and I'm also going to leave behind my bison, so I'm going to be slower. Yeah, I think uh, they established earlier in the episode that they're uh, close to the Fire Nation border. Yeah. Yes, they 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 try to establish this, but it does feel like okay, Ko's gonna eat everyone. Oh well, let's let's just go out of the spirit world, then go to the Fire Nation, then go back in and talk to Ray. It's, it feels yeah. He like... just leaves their bodies there, like it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's a little unsettling. You know, um, but we're we're doing we're adapting the the episodes. I don't remember exact because Aang also goes to the Fire Nation. I don't remember the context for that. And in, in the animation. they all go. It was after Hey Bai. They go to Rose Island. Yeah. Okay, so they, they and he that. tells them about the comet and um. Yeah, do they they Jeff? You say it's an island. It's it's it's, it's is, an island. Yeah, yeah. But like it's not, it's not mainland Fire Nation. Well, it's not yeah, mainland, it's just and there's an no way like he would have been able to get there with his glider. Yeah, he would have. Died of exhaustion before then. There's like that whole scene of them flying on Appa yeah, through the so blockade. I guess we'll so we we just see Aang entering the Fire Nation. We don't really know where it is yet, so I guess we'll find out. But it it feels like mainland Fire Nation, which would be kind of wild. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, not not sure I'll be a fan of that. But uh, what? I, you know, maybe he'll meet, maybe he'll see Azula, which would be nice because one of the things I'm thinking about Azula, you guys are like happy with some elements of Azula. That being said, I'm like wondering, will she get to leave the Fire Nation this season? Because if she does not, then I'm not entirely sure what the point of including her ultimately is in this season. Set um, up, baby. Just yeah. just set up. We spent yeah. $50 million on setup. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, honestly, one of the more uh, radical things about the original Avatar is like the patience of holding off on Azula and Toph and not needing to do what this show is doing and like uh, unnecessarily maybe bring in bring them in early for no reason like I think that that uh, they're kind of missing the point on that but at least they're holding off on Toph. Uh, I don't know I think I'm I'm wondering if it's because so you remember that movie that happened right no we all saw it um (laughs) Dune part two Okay. <laughs> Not that one. But, you know, Azula was at the very end of it, right? She was like the teaser. And then, you know, the second movie didn't happen. Yeah, just like I'm, how the first season ends. I, which, yeah. by the way, I liked uh, Azula as like a post-credits tease. Because we got we got bits of her leading up. You know, we heard Zuko say like, yeah, I, my, my sister. sister sucks. And then we got to see her at the end. It's like, okay, great. Like, great setup. Thank you. I, 
I wonder if it's because they don't know if they're going to be renewed through. So they want to do Azula now so that it's not like a disappointment maybe to the to, to the fans or no. something. So like, you know, of course, in the animation, I'm sure that they knew, OK, we have well, past like the 13 episodes. I'm sure that they knew, OK, we have, I don't know, 65 or 60 or however many it was. Um and then, you know, they could have that patience. But with this, it's maybe a little bit more unsure because production will be, be renewed. And we and, we still know, don't know yet as of now. Yeah, we don't know. Good. So I, I would rather have Azula in that scenario than not personally. Okay, okay. that's good. Uh, to, to be clear, Avatar, I don't think they knew. Uh, they knew 13, then, then 20, then 40. That, you they know, put like, her in the background, though, of um, yeah, they did. the storm. So, you can but I do think her. they had a lot of patience with the animated Avatar, despite uncertainty as well. Um, but they, they were, the, the, on, and obviously this is a typical talking point, but the, one of the main reasons Avatar ends up being as good as it is is because they uh, just assume from the start they're getting the full 60 episodes, not mm-hmm. going to worry about if they're going to get canceled, and then it and then it it plays out, so... Um, you know, they, they took the, they, they take a lot of big risks. I feel like, uh, seeding Azula and not getting to it yet. Um, all right, back to the, to the spirit world. Um, to, if, in case there's anything else we're missing, Jeff, were there any, what was your favorite parts, I guess, of what we're seeing here? Uh, I, I, I do think, yeah, the, the, the flashbacks with Sokka and the CGI of, of Heibai, another terrifying creature, at least for the short while he was in it. Oh yeah. Let's um, talk about Heibai. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what hey was there a hey by in another form in in, in a, a in panda. Yes, yeah, no, yeah, I remember was, the panda. He looked he like also, yeah, no, he looked like he looked the, like this. this. Is, yeah, this yeah, he was also, like a creepy version. Per, this is oh, he looked like face. this because I was like, what's yeah. the predator? What's the predator doing? Yeah, you really don't remember season one, huh? <laughs> predator doing. Um, I, I don't no, think that's he what looked he exactly looked like. like this. I'm surprised, see. Dylan. Uh, and look, and this, by the way, this was my first episode I ever watched about episode seven. You did watch the episode seven. Yeah, not. Uh, I mean, that was oh. pretty early. Uh, okay, that's, that, that's not a, what, black and white. Uh, and then I think he's all black here, but that's true. Similar-ish. Also, I feel like he's a lot bigger in the shot that I'm looking at. I googled him by. Um, I like. He this also for- existed in physical. Like he wasn't in. I mean, he could go in and out of the spirit world, but you see him in the physical world um, first too, and a lot and then, bigger too. Yeah, because yeah. he grabs Sokka and sort of. Sp- yeah, some no, some I, might say spirits him away. I'm I'm comparing animated to live action. Hey, but I think there's a difference. It's the same shape, at least. But uh, I don't know. Uh, the I, way like that he comes into each world is different. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Jeff. Anything? Any other aspects here? Um, no, not really. Not for for the for the being in the spirit world. Yeah. Yeah, what what can we can we come up with a better idea of what they could have done visually? And obviously there could be limitations. Animation. Like we're talking about. Yes. Uh, if it's gonna be I mean the you know, CG, CGI, you know, we can we can animate do, it. Do do more. That. Why don't you just do like retcon? Do well, this isn't a retcon, I don't, I don't think I'm using the term incorrectly. Pull um a Korra and have a wand style episode of the spirit world and it's just animated. Mm. Yeah, but, uh, by the way, I always forget to talk about things. The uh, the Oma and Shu sequence from the previous episode was uh, an- animated gorgeously. Um, yes, it was. It was beautiful. Yeah. I love Cave it. Of two they should have just done the was whole... the best decision they could have yeah. made. That w- if 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 well, get that excited, was excited, Ali, because that's the only I that's know. the only queer stuff they're gonna get. I know. I've been I've watched everything already. 
Wow. Well, I mean, destroying our like, hope for uh, it's not like the original Avatar was like brimming with. Yes. Well, okay. No, yeah. it's just a good choice. Talking. There's nothing. Um, exactly. I feel like in in Korra, the spirit world is um, there's like all these other spirit. There's like I remember this random one, and they're kind of like in a place. They're not in like a fog type thing that like mirrors the real world. It's like more of like a, a physical location. I feel like yeah, um, like a substantial location. You know, maybe we take the spirit. I would have been interested in taking the spirit world from Korra, um, like we're doing with Fogelassels, kind of expanding upon that visually i think that could have been interesting and look maybe next episode we'll get more from that. you could make it like sorry to bring D into this but like a fey wild type of like just crazy stuff going on you didn't have anything insane right I, I think that's a good point it's like spirit world you can do anything okay it's just a they really did some, anything. some fog in it yeah yeah, yeah. Did you maybe. Get a bit more- oh i'm sorry jeff you go ahead uh we do get a bit more substantial with the uh, Gyatsu's hut. Yes. Yes. Come back to Gyatsu in a second. But yeah, Sam. Yes. Sam just had a silly little thought about, you know, maybe just like thinking about the show in general, uh, like cell, like cell shaded, like rotoscoped animation, something like that. I think that would have yeah. been a very interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I think, different. <laughs> I think it could have been interesting. You know, a lot of possibilities. But, and well, maybe we'll also go back to Spirit World in the North, because uh, you know we don't know how they're going to do that plotline without without the Spirit World, without Co. Uh, but we will see. Um, Gyatso at the ends, it, I assume was not okay. Now I'm now what was Gyatso in these episodes? I don't remember. Uh, um, I'm assuming it, not, right? I'm going to say uh, you have a note that says yes. What do you mean I have a note that says yes? An outline. Gatso is in this episode. I mean in animated episodes version. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, he only uh, showed up in like the, when he got like breezed away in the head of that triangle of all the all that all the people he lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the guru. And they're telling him to and the do storm. Some, some stuff. Pretty much it. In this, uh, yeah, we get flashbacks in the storm, but not like Sparrow. Well, he's in the Sparrow. So that's an interesting no. addition here. Yeah, I think I'm a fan of that because it also alludes to Korra, like how iroh was kind of her guide when she was in the spirit world for the first time I, I like i like the idea that he chose to stay there not necessarily just for ang but like i mean i mean that part was sad um, I, I, my, this i think this was my favorite not necessarily just gyatso in general I, at the end gyatso gets a narration over the end of the episode which i think was um at the most moderately successful uh <laughs> but uh i i uh, my favorite part of the episode uh Aang says, uh, and they're talking with Gatso, you, most people move on in the great cycle. Mm-hmm. You chose not to move on in the next stage of enlightenment. Um, so kind of bringing more substantial Buddhism. Buddhist elements into yeah. Avatar. I don't remember really mentioning enlightenment in, in Avatar Korra, mm-hmm. um, despite obviously the fact that air, air nomads heavily based on like Tibetan Buddhists and other other Buddhist monks. So I, I, I really like that. That's the type of thing I kind of wish the show was doing more. That's the type of like cultural authenticity, whatever kind of moment, that type of thing that, that I'm looking for. And it was a small detail, but I, I like that. It's like, oh, we're going to explain why he's here. Um, and they all mention all the other airbenders move on to the next stage. I, 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 that, that's, that to me felt like the most interesting thing in this, this whole episode. Yeah. I, I was still waiting for the other shoe to drop and like, psych, I'm actually an evil spirit. 
Like, well, I was waiting for that as well. I didn't fully trust him like the entire time. Yeah. Mm, yeah Red, Red Riding Hood. Maybe vibes. that speaks to like how well uh, they Dylan the set up. <laughs> I was what? thinking that like the whole time that we've been talking, like this is very much like Red Riding Hood. Like you know, Sokka and Katara got like eaten by the wolf, who's Ko, and now Aang has to go save them. Yeah. Well, I was thinking Gyatso. If you were worried about it, could have been the wolf waiting in the like his grandma or whatever. Well, but, it's still the same sort yeah, it's of It's still kind of the idea. same, but that is true, Ko. Um, yeah, still, I don't know about Ko eating people, but... Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, I, I just... We gotta see how it plays out. Were they? Did they keep the like needing to show emotion bit? I don't remember. No, so, they didn't. so really Aang, well. Aang did not show emotion, but we did not set that up by him them saying anything. I don't think him. he didn't show emotion. He I just, also no, I agree with Dylan. I, he was clearly straight faced, like trying Dylan. to be mm-hmm. muted in yeah. his delivery. So I feel like maybe there was a scene that got cut or something. I mean, that just it has to make no sense to people who've not seen animated Avatar. Like, what was even happening? Um, I mean, I guess they established Ko enough, but yeah, it's just, uh, Aang's just straight faced, uh, but it, it's, it felt like more of a reference than a thing in, in and of itself, um, to the, to the animated show. Yeah. So I think we covered most of the, yeah, elements here from, uh, could we, I could have used more Hey but I assume we'll see more of him next episode. We'll see if we get Panda form. We just have Predator form so far. Um, okay, but we can talk more about the flashbacks, I guess. Um, oh, and by the way, Wan Chitang not named in in the this episode. Yeah, which also, again, just simply felt like nostalgia factor. Because if you're coming into this not knowing Avatar, you're like, what is happening? Who is that? And it isn't answered. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do think... Yes. Like, what is... Katara and Sokka, they're having these flashbacks. Is there, like... And, and and then Ko shows up. So is he is the idea that he snatches them from that point and puts them in the like she love webs, or is he going to send them back into more flashbacks and keep so, tormenting them until their spirit breaks? And then I don't know. I don't what, what's going on. That's an interesting thought because it seemed to me like because they show up in, or he shows up in their flashbacks. So it seems like that is true. Uh, the Ko shows, yeah, Ko's in their flashback. What they say in terms of words is just that Ko hunts in the fog of lost souls, which is a separate thing from Ko. It's just his 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 hunting ground. Um, so they're trapped there until Ko decides to come spin them up. But yeah, that is true. We see Ko at the end, so maybe that indicates that they were already taken. But we don't actually see that happen. We just see Ko kind of show up yeah. in this episode, at least. Um, yeah, Kobe, there's like a, there's Kobe's like the Fire Nation or whatever soldiers in, in their flashbacks. I guess that's creepy. I guess that's an interesting thing they did with Ko. At least it's something we're seeing here. Um, but let's talk about these flashbacks. We have Katara's flashbacks. We, fi- I guess this is finally the payoff to at least twice before we're getting us getting flat, brief glimpses of Katara's mom, not named Kaya in, and, Dad not named Hakoda either in this episode. Um, in the credits, they credited her as Kaya. I know okay. that. Definitely they also credited the uh, the guy Yan Ra who killed her. Oh so, yeah, I did yeah, see that. I, I was like, oh right, that guy. Yeah. Definitely don't say uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> who was the be... most incompetent soldier? Like anyone, you know, it should be others. Oh, there was there's someone over there for sure. That's why the mom said no. Don't look over there. It's me. I know. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, well, that, you know, anyway, oh, wow, yeah. so, she, she got me. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes to make a big bending type move. Right. Um, though, yeah, what we've seen, we've seen glimpses of her dying in previous Too many times before this. <laughs> so that, yeah. Now we finally see the real, the full death. Yeah, uh, I feel as, like we didn't need all those. We those really little, did not. Little blips if we're just going to show it. Everything about it, it's like it comes up as a little comical. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I was surprised we did see it in full flashback form, like Sam said, because you would think that just glimpsing it is the point. Is yeah. Like, like uh, okay, but exactly. Now it's just we're just going to expand on it later. Fine. Um, there. Uh, uh, her mom's there. They're braiding with Grand 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 as well. Um, and then the Fire Nation uh, is attacking them, and they're looking for Katara as the last Waterbender. And Kaya's anyway. Yeah, the Chides are in the thing, and yeah, there's nothing. I'm recapping but it, no, but there's nothing interesting. It's all Katara's fault because she couldn't bend good enough to save her mother. Right? Is that her trauma? That's what she's. That's like, what I she got was. From it. Yeah, no, I did too, and I it felt off because she's a ch- I mean I guess yeah kids would think that just I don't know it felt off I can't and remember just, if she has a similar thing in the show where she also kind of no she like her uh, mom tells her to go get out of uh, here yeah, she, she, doesn't see her. she doesn't know what her mom did until she finds out in the southern raiders mm-hmm. right. just yeah tra- also trauma just from mom dying which I feel like is the main thing um, seeing her mom die in front of her eyes yes of course that, yeah that's traumatizing <laughs> yeah. I agree um yeah it was i don't know i i thought it was fine it's just yeah it's like we've seen it before in this in this show so i don't know the Saka one uh interested to see hakoda and bato here although confirms we're not going to see them in the present presumably unless they're at the north for some reason trying to think of how they might do it <laughs> um yeah uh because i mean look next episode uh we're still in the same vicinity we're in the fire nation and then we're in the north right so not a lot of time left um but uh, Sokka gets the uh, ice dodging trials he passes uh, did we get flashbacks of this in the bato episode probably mm-hmm. well um yeah. no i don't think so no i don't think so okay so these, no. uh, we've referenced they ice do, dodging though they do the ice dodging challenge like yeah. At, at oh, present. in the present. Yeah, they do so it. They, yeah. they turn it into a past thing. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And then Saka overhears uh, his dad saying, uh, not everyone's meant to be a leader. That's you know? the thing. The point of the whole doing it in the show was to show that he does have leadership skills. I thought it was... I don't get it. Like, it's one thing to, like, have... I mean, sure, they're connected, but I think it's one thing to be insecure about, like, your warrior skills, like, fighting, maybe... As opposed to your tactical skills, and it, it just doesn't make any sense the way they did it here. Like he gave, he gave him the mark of wisdom, and it was a lie. No, in the show, it was a mad. If you can't, yeah, tell. it is wild. They kind of are establishing Sokka as like nepo baby of the uh, <laughs> the tribe. <laughs> they, he is a nepo baby. Let's get this started. I like because in the OG, he's like the only man in the tribe after his dad leaves. So I mean, that is only, kind of nepo he's the baby. only option to leave. <laughs> The last resort. He's the old, only old. I mean, he's the only, also the only like slightly older teenager there. Um, but uh, yeah, this sets up Sokka with, with daddy issues when we do see Hakoda in the present. They could oh, go in a poor kind of a, Sokka. He can't. He can't live up to his daddy's expectations. What's gonna he gonna do? 
Well, what, what do you do leaving the your water tribe? You you failure. He said. Yeah. Exactly. He's gonna be like, Dad, I want to be an engineer. What are you gonna do about a? What do you and mean? That- we don't do that in our family. That's not and then natural. They're gonna have a whole thing about it, and then they're gonna hug it out, and then Sokka's gonna build something, and Koda's gonna be like, "Oh, Sokka, I I misjudged you, my son." This is why I don't understand why they're going this route. Because in the original series too, Bato is also kind of like an engineer. He made like the thing he called sink and stink, or, whatever, some yeah, kind of stink bomb. Yeah. So are they mm. setting him up to be like a like <laughs> toxic masculine dad? I mean, that would be a way to go, I suppose. I just don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, based on what we've seen so far, it does seem like uh, Sokka, not a, a good enough leader in the past, is capable as an engineer, got validation from new dad uh, mechanist. Um, so maybe this version of Sokka isn't going to be the one who's coming up with the plan for the invasion. Maybe this is a different Sokka who invents things instead, I guess. that I mean, I'm interested if they go in a completely different direction with Sokka. I'm wondering yeah. if they thought Sokka was too OP. He was just too good at everything in the original. He was <laughs> a tactician. Fair. He that was an engineer. He was good with a sword. He's no longer sexist. <laughs> OP. Yeah. Non-sexist man. Okay. Although it yeah. seems like only only boys do the, uh, the ice dodging trials, just based on what we were seeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it definitely yeah. gives you the impression. These two flashbacks give you a big gender divide impression. In, uh, yeah, she was like braiding or braiding, whatever. Braiding, yeah, versus the, the trials, which I think... It reminds me of Game of Thrones, now that you brought that up. <laughs> when the, yeah, in, in the pilot, when they were like doing their crochet or whatever. Yeah, and the boys are up doing target practice. Yeah. I think could be interesting if we delved into the kind of very traditional uh, gender disparity sexist uh, setup of... Uh, Wolf Cove, but uh, this is probably all we're getting. Um, Wolf Cove. Wolf Cove. I don't think we're going to get into the uh, the patriarchy here. No. I, but look, got to do something in the Northern Water Tribe. Going to be some sort of patriarchy there, right? Right? Hopefully. <laughs> what else are they going to do? We'll find out. Uh, yeah, so it, I, 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 so it would be interesting if it was a different Sokka, but I think more likely this was just setting up... Uh, his relationship with his dad and it's going to be more of a thing where now he's more of a leader and he's going to grow into it and he's still going to be the kind of the same Sokka which fine um but I don't know it depends how they do it one thing about Gyatso uh didn't mention I guess an important moment um with Gyatso in his hut which I guess he's there forever now in the spirit world uh is uh that he says um you couldn't have saved them Aang you have to to let Mm -hmm. go that was nice. So you have to let go. I like the let go reference. Here's the thing. Does Aang have trauma about not being able to save them? Because he no, didn't run that. away the in the show. Around that. He that didn't run away. It's kind of like when somebody parks their bike in the wrong spot <laughs> at the wrong time. <laughs> and, you know, there's just nothing you could have done. And and it is what it is. You know, that's essentially yeah. what happened with him. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> my bike got <laughs> stolen. Allie and the listeners have no idea what this is. Yeah, but, my uh... bike got stolen. Anyway, point oh. is that he, uh, you know, he truly just left at the wrong time. So this felt like... this felt like the payoff to what they did in the show, which is he he ran away from his responsibilities, and now Gats is telling him to stop beating himself up about it. 
But has he been beating himself up about no, this? No. <laughs> no. And he didn't run away in this show. So this is weird. This feels like it's uh, weird. This feels like a different script version, and they changed one thing but didn't change this Ooh. part. I would love to know how many script rewrites went on in the show. Right. Um, I, yeah, more than likely, though, they're just keeping the spirit of this from the past show and changing the other thing. It's like, we're t- you know, last episode, Sam and I talking about the fact that this show is uh, as no as wants to be as unchallenging to the audience as possible, essentially. Mm-hmm. Is, is So the, the, how it sets up here is you don't get the challenging setup and the what the character's going through, the trauma surrounding it, but you do get the, oh, it's okay. You don't have to worry about it. So we don't, you know, like we do get and the consoling. You didn't technically don't... do anything wrong. Yeah. It just was bad luck as opposed to like, you know, actually reckoning with your choices. Yep. Yeah. Which, I, and the thing is, it's not even like this makes Aang at all unlikable. If he runs away, he's 12 and he just got all this thrust on him. It's the most understandable thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but e- apparently even still, it's too much for, for the show. And obviously we're talking about it over and over. Uh, but I also think the fans, this is one of the things that piss people yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, most, it's so. the problem. That's why we're talking about it over and over. I, I wouldn't, I would drop it if we didn't get this thing with Gatsa saying like, uh, you couldn't, have, I, you couldn't have saved them. I like, I like this moment. It just feels like it's a payoff to another Yeah, it connects show. to the anime, yeah. but not this one. I, I feel like this particular, like, um, change, and it's, I, I imagine it's going to come up like 15 more times before, before the end of all this, like amongst us. But like, it's kind of like, again, like looking at a change that they do and it's like, okay, why do they do that? what what does it allow them to do and for this like it just feels like it's like i can't make a good faith argument for story-wise why you would do that and you know it's a bummer because then it sort of colors other things you know like taking away Sokka, like learning to not be sexist came from a place of you know being worried i guess maybe that twitter was going to get mad at them like i just you know there's some things where it's like yes that makes sense i can see why you did that and other things where it's like well you did that because it was it, the the alternative was a little bit more challenging and complicated yeah and it's, it's the episode title right the spirit of the original show is away <laughs> yes um, wow uh, hit, that's uh, uh that's the hidden uh, hit the nail on the head honestly <laughs> hidden that's meeting. the hidden the hidden yeah hidden no. episode title meeting wow we love it i think personally that creators writers whomever studios should stop worrying whether or not their series will create a uh, discourse war on twitter because it always will to, to be fair, I, I would say it is less that that was their thinking, um, although, of course, it could have been. It's more just like they want this show to be very easily watchable with very likable characters in a very kind of unchallenging manner for the audience towards our main cast. That's kind of what more I'm thinking, which is well, they made point. it boring. <laughs> Which makes it boring, in my opinion. Yeah, um, but you know, I don't. Rather than thinking about a specific reaction on a specific platform, they're thinking about the generalized audience, which they have talked about. They want as big of an audience as possible, um, and uh, appealing to as many people as possible with the uh, least, uh, most likable, least problematic characters. I guess you can have. Um, but as Mel's mentioned, you do want to try to be charitable to, to writers and to creators and stuff. And you want to try to think about why they might've made these decisions. Um, at the moment, I really, I still, um, that is definitely my best explanation for why they would change all these things. But we're also looking for patterns when maybe there weren't, and maybe they made these individual decisions for different random reasons that we haven't thought of. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, but it, we, so we can we will continue to evaluate. But it was definitely came up again because of this Gatso scene. That being said, if we can set aside how they handled it in the first episode, I do I do really like this moment with Gatso, and I still think the presentation of Gatso in the show has been one of the big highlights. Uh, getting more Gatso, I think his actor is great. The relationship with Aang, I think that's all been some of the better material from from the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Any other anything from the spirit world? Uh, that we have not That's discussed. the name of our podcast. <laughs> Anything from the spirit world. So yeah, are we particularly offended at the presentation of the spirit world because we're calling it the spirit world? Yes. It just feels like, it just feels, I mean, like, you know, we've, we've hammered this point to death, so there's no point in talking about it again, but it just feels very blah. It just feels very much like they put a weird filter over the background. I will say when they all went into the spirit world, it literally looks like Michael Caine in like the Muppets in the in the uh, uh, the Christmas what is it yes thank you it looked like that like that's what it looked like it looked like the, like those types of ghosts like it looked bad did not look good interesting yeah yeah they're and, blue uh, in the show in the original well, I was gonna yeah, be like in that it, in situation it makes sense this this is the blue people avatar that they're just uh, we in Forks Washington it's fine. Uh yeah. But by the way, uh Sokka and Katara are coming with Aang. I it's fine. They I don't mind that. They they, they, they do it. I, here's why I don't mind it. They do it to the effect of that's how we're gonna get into their views of the past through the fog of lost souls as a vehicle for that. So I think that's a purposeful change. I mean, um, yeah, just to bring them into the fog. Executed the best way. Thus far, we've not really gotten a ton from all of them being there together. Maybe there would be some sort of different. Yeah, they're dynamic. like immediately separated. Yeah, so I don't know what that's about. Right. And now Aang's out of the spirit world. It feels like they're yeah. trying to do. I feel like you mentioned this still, and that they're trying to be like this is the the swamp alternative, and it makes me worried that mm. we're not going to get anything like the swamp if there would be a season two. Yeah, I don't think we will get a season two or get a season, get a swamp episode. Hmm, <laughs> up to you to decide. <laughs> Jeff, we're going to jump in. Well, when they were like uh, approaching the clearing with the Heibai statue, there was this point where Sokka like stumbled into the forest and came around. I could have sworn they were going for like, okay, he's now in the spirit world now. And yeah, no one's going to see him. Yeah, that would have been interesting. That was interesting one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that uh, was bizarre. Speaking of, while we're on the season two thing, by the way, the, the, they just canceled, Netflix just canceled The Brother's Son, uh, which aired in January, which was a great show, by the way. Um, but so Netflix does cancel a lot of things, but uh, yeah, in the did. press release for that, they said it all, it only ever kind of peaked at number two in the top 10, even though it was in the top 10 for a while. And I will say this show has been number one for like a week plus. So I think it looks good from that perspective um, of popularity. So we will see. Uh, I, I think it could be renewed as soon as like tomorrow. We'll find out. Uh, okay. Uh, other things that, um, happened in this episode, so we can talk about, uh, the int- bringing June in here, uh, definitely a part one. Cause I think she'll probably do more stuff next episode. Uh, but the main thing I feel like we get is June says to, uh, Zuko, I'll let it pass. Cause your dad's kind of cute. Yeah. I, I will say I like that they, um, reversed the attraction because I think, Doing what they did in the animated show here would have be- felt very dated. She's a little creepy. Yeah, very creepy and extremely dated. So I like that they did a role reversal. Although, I don't know, maybe that's me being 
hypocritical and sexist in and of itself. So take with that what you will. No, I mean, there is that shot where she's like paralyzed and he yeah, that was to be creepy. paralyzed. Yeah. That was really that, creepy. That part's a little creepy. And also, Paul is adorable. I love that man. He can do no oh. wrong. Uh, Paul Hyun Lee. Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 in a dune. I'm very scale. bad at pronouncing Korean names, so I just call him by his first name. I apologize. Uh, this moment when. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, this moment when after Iroh is done explaining her job to Zuko, like, oh, he's she's a bounty hunter, and that's why she's reliable because if she doesn't succeed, she doesn't eat. And he just he like is so frustrated, like turns around, and just like breathes heavily. It's just really funny. Good characterization. <laughs> Nice, some good, some good Morgan Zuko work there. I think yeah. in general we were we were praising uh, Zuko and his performance a ton yes, last yeah. podcast. He I doesn't mean, get a t- he doesn't get a ton to do this episode. Obviously. He's doing so. fantastic. He doesn't get yeah, enough he credit still either. Gets to be whiny and terrible, yeah. just yeah, like but, a teenager, just like Zuko. Mm-hmm. Hoping, hoping from from more coming up with from Zuko, you know, without spoiling uh, what's going to happen in the next episode that happens in the original show. Wouldn't it be wild if the identity of the Blue Spirit was different? In this show, mm, just putting that out there. Would Wouldn't be. that be wild? Who would what it if be? it's Azula? What if it's a, yeah, Azula. I was just about to say that. What if it is Azula? <laughs> I mean, you guys have seen it. You're the two people that have seen it already. But what if it's Azula? That would be wild. I, but now I know it's not because you wouldn't spoil spoiler, it. Spoiler, right? The, in, in, the, with the document we got, it said, "Don't spoil the identity of the blue spirit." I'm like, okay, but <laughs> you just watch original Avatar and you know. So that makes me wonder if it'll be different, right? So I will have to find what out. What if it's Momo? <laughs> <laughs> it should be. it should be oh, I don't know Appa and Momo get like one one second in this episode what if they're off just doing blue spirit stuff <laughs> yeah it's a good uh look uh, I'm gonna if we don't get the old if we don't get the old lady and uh the cat I'm oh Miyuki Miyuki oh we better see if, Miyuki next episode what if she's the blue spirit with the fire Miyuki should I don't even remember the blue spirit being a huge thing and like we all knew it was Zuko yeah, know. it's not it's not particularly surprising. Listen, there are some viewers out there who, like me, were stupid and did not understand until the mask came off. It's it's were, just funny to me we that they like, don't don't spoil the identity of Blue Spirit. Yeah, that is very maybe, funny. Maybe maybe well maybe they'll set it up more as a surprise next episode. We'll find out when we just spoil it for everyone. Who, uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, but look, maybe it's di- maybe it's different. Um, it's actually yeah. Zhao. He has a body double. Yeah. I was going to say, what if it's Zhao? Zhao. I w- what if it's Ozai? Come on. I mean, now that Ozai's in play, I guess. He could be um, anyone. It's May. Well, <laughs> actually, I wouldn't yeah, hate Instead that. of the broadswords, it's just the little... Uh, That'd be good. Yeah. I'd be down May, for that. Spikes. As mentioned, May and Tylee don't, don't do anything this episode. They, they don't. Like, they literally, they're, they're like... It, it's frustrating that they... It's like, you could have put anyone back there. You could have put, exactly. like, random nameless servants back there. It's. I mean, it's literally... If you're coming into this and you don't know the animated series, you could think that they're her servants. They don't even like, really act like her friends. That, that is true. They don't establish that. I, again, similar to Wan Chi Tong, it's more of a cameo than anything. Like, I don't Which think annoys really the hell out of me. It's like, why would you do that if not to establish something important for the audience? But it's because it's fans. It feels okay, like well, a cash grab. I hate we'll come, it. We'll, this whole show is a cash grab. I, I know, mean, but, but like, we'll, I don't want we'll, it to feel like that when I watch it. I want to. We'll come. To... <laughs> That's true. You don't want it. To... We'll come back to, to June since we're on the topic of Azula. Um, like, I think it's kind of interesting. Like I said before, that it's that it, oh, this is what Azula was up to during season one. But ultimately, like, unless she is like, I'm going to the north in two episodes from now, then I'm not sure what the point of this is, other than to establish that she also has daddy issues. Uh, similar to Sokka, um, and Ozai is playing Zuko and Azula off each other. Hidden, kind of, hidden uh, 
What would that one be called? Um, Azaka? Zaka is a great ship. Zaka. I don't know if that's the name, but that would be a good ship. Sakula? Um, people are into it. There's definitely it. people who have that stuff. Oh, yeah. Black Sun, it's been a thing. As, so, I, I, I like, look, I get it. Ozai is playing Azula and Zuko off each other. It was f- pretty well set up in this episode. Let's not do it anymore. Like, I get it. We If, if that's the only thing we have to say here, uh, what's the point? But uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't get the sense that he was playing them off each other like aha i'm the puppet master and you're my puppets i i I feel like there's something to how zuko got banished that they're probably going to change up and it Mm. felt like he was more like familial you think he's genuinely more sympathetic to zuko here i think and he says at the i forget which episode it is where he's like you think you know he gets all serious where he's like oh you think i haven't lost anything um i forget who he says it to but um, I think it's the the guys who are trying to like blow him up or whatever the spy dudes. Oh who, yeah, um, and he says to them before you know he was the, you know like oh like we lost so much because of you and he's like and you know he gets all very serious and his eyes kind of glisten and he's like you think I haven't lost things and it's like okay so he's there's they're giving him some some feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think to to give you a little tidbit. I think that Ozai cares more about Zuko because he's the firstborn son and Azula is not that and she's his daughter and there's misogyny there. Wouldn't that make him more sympathetic to Azula because he's also the second child son. That was my assumption was that's part of why he liked Azula better. Yeah, me too. Because then he yeah, was like, but, "Oh yeah, I'm. I relate to her because she's a prodigy and she's the second child, and and she, she yeah, Zuko like, doesn't deserve the throne. Like Iroh yeah, doesn't. Deserve yeah, the it's throne. not but, like luck of birth so much. But, but in this in this show, he seems to be more willing to forgive Zuko than we, I we thought feel he was like it's just show. a setup. I don't think it's genuine at all. But that's just my feeling. I think I think it, it's an interesting point by Jeff that it really could be genuine here, and that would be an interesting change. And it also could be strategic intent for him trying to motivate Azula. So I think it could be both, and it, it probably could definitely is be both to some extent. Um, but that's kind of just get what we're getting with Azula is like her dad's incredibly manipulative, and she's in an incredibly abusive, terrible situation, despite also being a terrible like yeah. child. So um, like it's 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 kind of interesting, like as, but it feels just more like an Azula backstory comic. Than, yeah, uh, an element of this series. Of uh, that being said, we are attempting to tie Azula into the rest of the show by uh, this uh, association with Zhao. So he she petitions Ozai to give Zhao more resources, which he accepts. And at yeah, the what's her deal with Zhao? Zhao, Zhao. So there's a fangirl. She sent a letter back, so they're uh, colluding to some extent. That was like um, a fanfic thing back in the day. No, it was. No. It fully yeah, was. Don't say that, please. So the so Ed, you the Yuyan archers coming to Zhao at the end, um, setting up whatever we get into with the in the blue spirit. Uh, at, at least we have the Azula Zhao association, unless it pays off with again Azula being on the ship with with Zhao attacking the North. I'm not sure uh, like how worth it it's going to be, but uh, it, it's kind of I, I do think that's probably my favorite part of all this Fire Nation stuff we're getting is kind of associating Azula and Zhao. Um, but he's, uh, bees. Yeah, but on the opposite end, if we are not changing things, it's not like this will pay off next season. <laughs> so uh, kind of we'll not be able to. 
because of reasons. Okay. Um, without f- further spoiling the original show. Uh, yeah. Anything else about, uh, Azula? are we trying not to spoil the original show? No, we, we yeah, I was just thinking one. like you say in the top that it has spoilers for the original Ankora. Uh, yeah, we say it's that. been like yeah. 20 years. You should have seen the original. <laughs> no, I think Dylan's just trying to be funny right now. No, uh, no, I'm never trying to be funny. I'm always serious. no, no. I, He's I, always I, accidentally funny. I think he's <laughs> always pure your organic side. humor. Yeah, uh, it's 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 not it's all natural. Okay. Anything else on Azula Ozai? Anything that Ozai does? Uh, I mean, we talked about his his motivations. That's interesting. Azula we'll what... has some blue fire. Oh yeah, because we see little, her doing a little, some training. Yeah, I remember people were really upset when they saw that she supposedly did not, and I was kind of like, y'all need to calm down. Allie telling people to calm down. Listen, <laughs> I can be calm. Sometimes. It is completely calm. Sometimes. <laughs> that was in our quote lodge. It's an interesting change that, like, is only blue sometimes, like when she's really mad. Where, like, in the original yeah, show, I kind of like didn't that. Ever do yellow. Depends on their emotions. Because that is maybe that she be was really mad in the original all the time. I'm always yeah. angry. That's my secret. I think I think there's a lot they could do with the different bending aspects. They could kind of elaborate on more, do in different ways, like 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 those. So we'll see. I don't think they will. Do you think cool. What kind of psyche will produce green fire all the time? I wonder. Oh, jealousy. Ooh, I like that. Mm. I think this is interesting. If they're going to get into it more. Um. Okay. How about back back to June with with Iroh? Um. We were speaking about how it seems kind of dated, the uh, Iroh hitting on hitting on her in the original show, for lack of a better term, uh, which I agree. That being said, like realistic and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, true. So uh, and it's and the type of flaw with Iroh, a very sympathetic character that this show would not do. Right. Like uh, they're going to reverse it here because it's endearing that June is uh, thinks Iroh's cute. But Iroh hitting on the much younger woman would be uh, too unsympathetic uh, and would make people not like Iroh. So I assume we're not going to do that, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is I don't think good. Like, I think I think Iroh can be a creep and still be <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's well, a war criminal yeah. already, so. Yeah, and even if he didn't like instigate, he could like reciprocate. I don't think that would be. Yeah, they could yeah, flirt he, together. Right. He does. He hasn't. He does not seem to have reciprocated yet. I will be interested to see if they go there. I, I suspect not because of the type of thing we're talking about. Uh, but we'll we'll find out. Um, bringing bringing June in here. I mean, it doesn't really matter, I guess, because we're kind of at the point in the story where she would come in anyway. Um, it's just kind of in a different place. But uh, I don't know. Any other comments about her? Today. I. Was this where they had the reference to like? Did they do a reference to the pirates in this episode? Yes, yeah, we'll, okay, we'll get, get, get to that in a second. But um, oh, they also I, did a reference to the the canyon. Yes, yeah. June is uh, played by uh, Arden Show. Arden, Arden Show from uh, Teen Wolf. So we love her. I like um, Nala. Her her Wait. shoe. Oh, never mind. Yes. Yes. Like I also like Nala from The Lion King. But I, I was like, does she do her voice? I'm so confused. I thought that the Shershu's name was Nala as well. Something like no, that. I thought it was Nyla. Shershu seems Nyla, pretty... Nyla, Nyla. Nyla, yeah. Tomato, seems pretty tomato. Cool so far. Mm. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll get to more June. Any other June comments? Gorgeous. Yeah. Cool. Okay. The main. I think the main thing with the Zuko is they make the reference to the other episodes 
uh, when they're in the bar. So let's pull up that part of the outline. Um, cause there's Zuko once everyone knows about the avatar. They were, you saw them with those pirates. You saw them, that Canyon guide fought the Canyon crawlers. They stopped the volcano and they fought the mad King at Omashu. So the last one we saw last episode, but the other three are references to apparently three episodes we're never going to see in this show, which is what I got from that. Uh, so the waterbending scroll, great divide. And then the fortune teller is the volcano. Uh, so I guess we're not getting the fortune teller is the answer to that question. Um, we, obviously I, we're not, Dylan. Why would I mean, we? Well, not obviously, because we're not at that point in the story yet. Uh, we could have brought in stuff from the fortune teller. The waterbending scroll, like, th- we got the scroll a different way, so we knew that wasn't happening. Great divide. It's the great divide. We're not, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Before, you know, the great divide wasn't actually that bad. Okay. Do we want to get into that? Was it good yeah. enough to keep in this, though? Is we the need another, I mean, we need no, it wasn't. We're going to talk about this. It, it's it's not useful for this you know live action plot, but in and of itself, I thought it was actually okay. It wasn't okay. that bad. That's good. That's good. Uh, I I am more in the fortune teller. I, I will say, once you start not doing Katang, you kind of can't do the fortune teller. <laughs> that's yeah. what I meant by obviously, Dylan. Well, that Gosh. sucks. Like I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Surprising no one. Amazing episode. We're not doing it's this. It's a really good episode. I'm pissed about it too. For obvious reasons. I, I do I do like that they mention the episodes they're not doing. I think that's yeah. a that's a funny joke. That being said, there's two Why are episodes. you not doing it, Link? Why are you not doing it? We have there's two episodes we have not mentioned and also not done yet in this. So we did not mention imprisoned Haru. Oh yeah. He's not <laughs> So he's just not. He's, he doesn't even. He doesn't even get a mention in the joke here. We're just so not doing that episode. And then the one I'm more interested in is the deserter, which had, does not happen yet as of where we are. But we did not mention the deserter. I don't believe we've done any elements from the deserter, but they in theory could still do that. So that is the one, only. That is kind of the last question left: is will we do anything from that episode? So we'll find out. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think, I think it's a good, it was a good joke here. I, I like, I like mentioning the other stuff that, that we're not doing, even if it, uh, annoys me about the fortune teller, at least. Will we, will we see another great divide reference? I was expecting more of like the one from the play. So <laughs> this is, this seems a, a little less tongue in cheek than we could have gotten. The show is less tongue in cheek. It, it is not, yeah, not a very tongue in cheek show. That is true. Um, yes. Any, anything else from Zuko and Iroh and June that anyone wants to talk about? Mm-hmm. I will say G, Lieutenant G keeps taking a beating from Zuko here. He does. Yeah. This is where he so. goes, so someone saw ice. I don't remember. Oh what yeah, he was like, someone saw ice where there wasn't <laughs> in a place. Yeah. There. Yeah. I yeah. think yeah. I want to know that. So yeah, will, will he defect? Will we pay this off? I guess we'll find mm-hmm. out. That made me wonder, like, are are there no waterbenders anywhere else except for the poles? Because like maybe there's well, not uh, swamp benders, you know, right? Yeah, but they may not exist if we're doing the yeah. if this was the swamp. Uh, I think something to note they they keep referring to people as like oh they're a waterbender oh they're a firebender um, as opposed to like their nationality mm-hmm. yeah. um, or at least like that's something I noticed. Uh, so I don't know maybe. It, it seemed this way in the original uh, animated series as well, where everybody's sort of more um, isolated in their country of origin, and nobody really travels as much. 
Yeah, well, I think um, the waterbenders are, are isolated. That being said, it is kind of interesting that you bring this up because I believe in in Korra we established that it's only like ten percent of people are benders. Is that accurate? Um, so, so it's something like that, right? Like it's <laughs> so that, that I thought of that when it's like, oh, Qatar is the only one there. You know, it's it's we we haven't I mean, we we have that one reference to non-benders with Suki, so that was nice. But we could we could do that a little bit more. But yeah, I think there could be non-bending water tribe members in the earth yeah. Nation, yeah just as like merchants and stuff refugees oh i'm sure but yeah i don't know I, it just struck me like I, I i kept noticing especially like with the zuko and Iro portions that they kept referring to people as like oh like you know did you see those two waterbenders when they obviously Sokka doesn't waterbend or oh these are earthbenders oh yeah that's true they say two two were two waterbenders yeah yeah that is that is interesting um, yeah, and, like this, earthbenders who live here in this uh, town when like, you know, they don't know if everybody's an earthbender there. So, mm. well, look, Sam, this is why we need the non-bending revolution. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ju- just, for just, justice for. Uh, oh, um, God. Aman? 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 Aura. Gotta Aman? Get Aman. Different, Aman. A- that was his different avatar. Justice for Aman, because really, truly, Tall Sako waterbender. He's not even a waterbender. We can't even accept that he's water tribe. He has to be a waterbender. This is why we need the. This is why we need Aman. Yeah, here. exactly. Okay. Like benders need their own, like you know, identity. Yeah. Is that not know. it? Or non-benders? I don't know. Whatever. Depending on how you look at it. It's an interesting topic that I do think the Avatar universe could get even more into. And this is, people dismiss Book One of Korra. Very interesting aspect of it. That Book it One of Korra really got was. into. Yes, the show has continued with it. I think, I, I, I hope the Avatar uh, Studios stuff does continue with this. Same. Okay, what else have we not gotten into yet? I kind of talked about everything. Um, we brought in Pip and Padalopsicopolis. Yes, yes. as someone I think Ali spoiled <laughs> that we were going to bring that up. Yeah, so, yeah, I apologize, but yeah, it's here. This that's uh, the the nickname for Aang in uh, one hundred five. We bring that into as a joke here. I, that's the type of why? thing that I assume just makes no sense to people who haven't seen. Like literally, and, uh, why? It's a nice little Easter egg for the people who watch the original. Mm, is it though? I guess it depends on if you think it was nice or not. <laughs> I d- I did not laugh at it. I thought I it was annoying because it was Aang's joke and Katara like committed to the bit. Sokka wasn't that funny. No offense. I thought it was okay. If they were going to put it anywhere, why not here? They should put it in Omashu. Well, they didn't, so... <sighs> Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm kind of surprised they don't do more of this type of reference. Um, I guess this episode is pretty heavy on the animated show references. Um, which... Sokka was more jokey in this one. He was mm-hmm. whipping those, some uh, one-liners in. The, uh, I feel like he had something funny that we haven't mentioned. Oh, oh! How about Sokka's tragic dating attempts? Uh, how was <laughs> I was supposed funny. to know she was a Fire Nation soldier? That was pretty funny, and that would have been more interesting than anything see. from this episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest, that, but I, I like that. I like that kind of adding that. That made me wonder: Did he uh, flirt with someone from the Deserter or something? But I don't think so, right? Um, so that's that's a nice uh, addition, I think. Uh, Sokka rhymes with Akka. Um, waka 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 but the aka thing doesn't Sokka say something like yeah, that he's got yeah. a little thing when yeah. he does his haiku mm-hmm. mm, my name is Sokka 
pronounced with an aka. Young so. ladies, I rock ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe, yeah, the, bring in, yeah, bring, uh, bring, I think that's probably a reference to that to some extent. So, uh, that's nice. Oh yeah, I feel like they have an extreme reaction to the fur of the forest being burned down, um, which is nice, as I think most people in our world would not really care. Um, but I don't know. Did did do we think? Did people think this felt weird at all? It, it makes sense with Aang's character for sure. What what is the question? We're just, they're just kind of like very upset that they see the forest is burned down. You know. Yeah. It, yeah. Would have made more sense just for Aang. Have but... Katara and Sokka like ever seen a tree before? <laughs> <laughs> so I what what do they care? Now, by that point, they would have since they've been like traveling for a At while. At this but point, yeah. Beforehand, maybe not. It's a, it's a good point. It's a good point. There's not like there's trees where they're from. Yeah, uh, I like the guitars. Like I've always thought, I thought of myself as spiritually in tune, <laughs> but uh, but I don't know what about him. What he's doing here. Um, there's some good there's some they're good both elements. there because of the plot <laughs> but they <laughs> don't know the that because they're in it oh wow it's like the truman your, show we're getting deep here oh my god <laughs> it's yeah. the truman show yeah it's the truman show they're stuck inside there or, or all it's all orchestrated by ozai and ang's the truman wow um, yeah not zuko zuko would be he would be. yeah he's messing with his own son he's <laughs> <laughs> like that that would be good um Looking uh, to see uh, what else we got. I will say there's a lot of stuff here. You know, you had Azula, you had Zhao briefly, um, June, all the stuff with the spirit world. So we had a lot going on. Got Zuko's crew drinking, partying. Is that that us doing the storm? Good old time. Yeah. So looking forward, what I am interested to see is, are we getting this fabled Agni Kai flashback that uh, I feel like we're strongly building towards in the show? Will that be next episode? Because I already feel like there's a lot going on with doing the Blue Spirit and uh, Winter Solstice Part 2. So you're going to do that and the Agni Kai, or are we going to do the Agni Kai in like episode seven for some reason? So that's what's on my mind about the setup here. I feel like they're probably like they'll combine the blue spirit and the storm. Yeah. It's like you're kind of getting his psyche as you see his past as he's acting in the present. Mm -hmm. I I could see it. Um, One one thought I had about the whole setup of this season is we are here. Episode five. Episode six will be framed around the winter solstice part two. In animated Avatar, that is episode eight out of 20. So we're really framing the entire season around the first eight episodes of the animated show. Even though we're pulling in stuff from later, um, until we get to, it's kind of just going to be first eight episodes, then cut to Northern Water Tribe with everything else kind of being skipped or brought into the beginning. Which is, um, I would say, an interesting choice considering the second half of book one is a lot stronger. Then the second half, then the first half. Um, so it, it feel I think it feels weird if you're kind of tracking it along with how season one actually went. Mm. Yeah, any I mean, people who have seen how stuff plays out, I guess, will have more thoughts on that as we see more things. But yeah, any other any other thoughts on like the structure of how things have gone so far? 
No, I mean, I think it's just I've I've kind of separated it in my mind from the from the animated one where it's just it like it it has to be its own thing, obviously. Like it has to be just something where like they're pulling from the source material, but if you're expecting everything to play out structurally the same, like uh, that's just not going to happen with how it is structured. So, as it is on its own, I think how the structure is is fine it's getting us to where the plot will go or that we know it will go but you know it's it's sad to lose a lot of the um the moments where we would breathe like the fortune teller or Mm. you know stuff like that so yeah i so i guess looking at the second half of the season the storm is flashback so you can kind of tell the flashbacks in a different manner but past that, the blue spirit is kind of your big ticket item before we get to the Northern Water Tribe. So seeing it's going to I think a lot of it's going to come down to how well does the blue spirit integrate into what we're doing with uh, with the winter solstice. I think that's uh, pretty big looking at how this whole season is going to go. But we pull Bado back, probably skipping deserter. We'll see. We pull Northern Water, Northern Air Temple back. It's interesting to, to think about like that. Um, and we still have not seen roku warning about the comet and the kind of countdown we're getting so we'll i get feel like episode, that might happen at yeah. some point well he's going to roku right now so it's probably next episode but it seems very late <laughs> like that happens pretty early uh, previously so that's what so thinking about it from their perspective that's why they had to have um kiyoshi warn him instead about the attack on the mars so there'd be some sort of urgent element for them to reference if they're not doing this until episode six out of eight Yes. Any, um, I don't know, any, any other topics that, uh, anyone wants to get into in depth, uh, Sam, anything on your mind? Uh, I mean, I have some things on my mind, but nothing I want to get too in depth on. Okay. Are Do you want to hear the, to, the small things? Are they related things? to Avatar? Yeah, they are, oh, the, of course. Yeah, small things, sure, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought you meant in general. I mean, in general, I have a lot on my mind all the time. <laughs> Okay, but in terms of Avatar, I have some small things on my mind that I don't really want to get too in depth on. But okay, well, let's talk about the small things. All of I them. didn't like Hakoda's beard. Yeah, it looks the hair stuff like looks terrible. The prospect. yeah, it, it it really didn't look good. Yeah, and it's, 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 I think <laughs> I this would be a, a big issue for you, Sam. How all of it is because like weird. a lot of the facial hair, like of course, some of it's like a little bit more in the realm of something that you would not typically see on a person nowadays, especially Ozai's, but like, it's Hakoda not hard. had an Abraham Lincoln beard. Yeah. And that's not hard <laughs> to do, but somehow they just, they gave him like this designer stubble aspect to it. And it, it just doesn't look good. And it's like, bro, like you didn't just come from the barber shop here. <laughs> like you just came from ice dodge and calm down. Hmm. I, I thought Hakoda looked weird overall. He also Agreed. felt weird. Didn't feel that was one where it was like I don't know if I this doesn't feel like the character. It's a it's a big difference. It's a big difference. So I don't know. I guess this might be it for Ogoto this season. I did think it was interesting how they they start these ceremonies with we're going to dunk your head in some ice. Yeah, that was wild. Like you don't have enough of that in the air already. It's cold already. No, you have to like completely freeze yourself. That was more. actually the ice trial. The whole thing about the <laughs> dodging—that's not. Mm-hmm. It was metaphor. Checks out. Yeah, like wow, Saki really took that like a big baby, huh? Yeah. 
Sam, what other small things? Oh, gosh. Um, Frankly, I wasn't a big fan of the whole Gyatso thing, but like, whatever. It, it is what it is. I'm not going to rain on your parade, Dylan. Um, I like the bear statues. I thought that they were mm. very lovely. Yeah, I agree. Also, nice. I don't really like how Katara, in this iteration of her, seems to lose a lot of her wisdom, mm. I guess. Like, she, she doesn't seem as self-assured in, like, or like confident in that she knows things like when she was telling Aang about like the acorn and stuff, she prefaces that preface. She starts with, um, you know, Oh, grand grand told me this and like, Mm. and I don't know. It just seems like where's grand grand seeing acorns. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, and and of course, like, it's fine. Like it's, it's, I would argue maybe a little bit more realistic for like, you know, somebody who's 14 to draw from, you know, the wisdom of the older people around them. But in terms of Katara in the original, and unfortunately I'm going to do the comparison, like, I don't know. It just feels like she was a bit more, I don't know, wise in and of her own. Like she, she was wise herself and not so much, you know, reliant on the the forces around her. So I don't know. That was just a ramble, but it it just kind of takes away from Katara's character to me sometimes how uh just how her age they made her perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, your hidden uh, cat ang for this episode. Now that I'm doing that, if you missed it, is uh, Katara hangs hands ang the acorn, and they actually briefly touch when she hands him the acorn. So wow. that's not, that's not happening. Eye contact for they, they, look, that's all the show's going to give them is a brief, uh, I will say, hand-hold. I do find the, uh, the resurgence of the, uh, Zutar stuff on Twitter. I don't know if you all are getting served. Insufferable? Yeah. Um, I but I am getting thing. served a lot of, a lot of that stuff. They know I, what you I want. They need, it. they know you need inspiration. So speaking of yeah. Mel, mm-hmm. tell us the hidden Zutara from this episode. So I, I thought about it. And I thought about, you know, some of the stuff that was um, mentioned in the in the tavern um, as they went through the avatar's uh, journeys. And I was like, oh, so he saved the volcano, which means Katara has been to the fortune teller, uh, which means that she she heard, you know, she saw that she uh you you do that you huff like i mean this <laughs> no I'm, I'm just tired um she she heard that she's going to marry a very powerful vendor so when they're flying you know after hearing this she's been thinking about it so when they're flying and she's like oh we are close to the fire nation border she's like ang look at the look at the burnt trees we should go investigate the burnt trees cuz she's thinking I'm gonna get like this is my chance. Like to he's got to be to find the powerful bender. Yeah, find find a specific powerful bender. She knows she knows what she wants. Oh, she knows who he is. Which oh, yeah, one 100%. already? She knows what she knows. What she, come on. <laughs> um, and her originally her plane got thwarted by being sucked into the the spirit world. Originally, she's gonna be like, great, you meditate, you do your thing. I'm gonna go over here. But unfortunately, uh, the plan has been derailed. So only time will tell if she escapes the clutches of Ko the Face Stealer and reunites with her one true love. Okay, there you go. Looks promising. 
You know, you know that was a good hit in Zutara when I'm like, I think this is what people might actually Zutara shippers might actually be thinking. Like, like this version of the show is a different fortune teller outcome. Like, they're probably I feel I could see fix about that honestly. I, I will say there is some stuff with the like just with the stuff that I see them say on Twitter. It's like, oh wow, I I like something primal is getting woken in my brain. <laughs> primal, jeez. Like so, like something from when I was like 12 years old. And uh, it's interesting. Never thought I'd feel that again. It doesn't it... help that at the Avatar Symphony, people were screaming when a Zutara shot came on and no one screamed for any other ship. What do you mean a Zutara shot? There's no actual it's Zutara shot. It's the hug at the end of the Southern Raiders. Oh, I was going to say, they were tweaking about the, the them in the crystal, the cave in Bossing <laughs> Say. Yeah, that too. There's a lot <laughs> of Zutara shots. Come on. Was it worth it to bring Avatar back if we also had to bring Zutara back? Yeah. I don't know. It's making me annoyed. <laughs> Especially because let's say that's what they do. They decide to do that. Like, that doesn't make it... That doesn't mean it suddenly happened. I will say, though, someone on... Uh, I think it was on a woman who was on the uh, the official podcast that Janet and Dante are hosting. She said Katara shouldn't have to choose, which is the only valid thing they could do to change this. Like, she can have a little bit of both. She can do what she wants. The thing is, they're doing neither. Yeah, maybe she doesn't have to choose any because she doesn't need anything. She doesn't need a man. Exactly. We, we say we say, oh, this show could do, but they're not. They're clearly not doing it, and yet they're do, they're going through this process again. They're getting tricked by themselves again. They're playing themselves again. Like the show is not doing Zutara. Like what are you? What are it's you her watching? And, it's her and Jet. That's Jet, the only, that's more. That's, that's the, only the only thing that there's canonical. actually been. <laughs> I guess they take they take uh, solace in them also not doing Katang yet. Um, but uh, that doesn't mean they're doing Zutara. Okay, Ali, you, you mentioned that you were recently at the uh, Avatar Symphony concert. Which was... Uh, how, how did that go? Incredible. Um, I mean, we I feel like... We've said, I, I'm sure on the podcast, that like watching this adaptation just kind of makes me want to go back to the original series to see... You know, well, to, A, because I enjoy it a lot, and B, to see what, like... What they've done differently, how it could work if they keep doing what they're trying to do differently. But, I mean, the concert was amazing. It just makes me want to read, sorry, watch the whole series again and also read the novels. And I was talking to people about the novels, which you guys should also read. Um, Got people to say they were going to start it after this. And I heard even a lot of people, um, I think, were also there because they hadn't seen the cartoon and they did see the live action. And I, I heard someone, I think she was talking to her boyfriend. Like That's, that's wild. She said she was like, if concert. you didn't buy these tickets, I would never have known like about this music. And I think she was also referring to the live action series. Like Maybe he sat her down and made her watch before the concert. Who knows? Um, but it was great. Greg, Greg Baldwin was apparently there with his son. Um, oh, and... I mean, this is not related to what we're talking about, but the orchestra was all female and predominantly women of color, which was sick. I see that in your Instagram post. It's fantastic. Um, everyone slayed so hard. What um, was the highlight uh, song? For me, it was the more quiet ones. They did. I tried to illegally record. I mean, everyone was recording. Uh, you know, they had the Agni Kai. You say, you say that like you didn't post it on Instagram. Listen, everyone. <laughs> well, I'm trying to keep the podcast the brand clean. Uh, they did like Katara's theme, which I thought was beautiful. It's very somber. Um, for me, it was like the stuff where you could really hear the Eastern Asian instruments, like the eru and the horns and the flutes, uh, the shakuchi. Um, but it was all great. And there, uh, there were two women who were doing the backing vocals who were incredible. They were like, they were feeling themselves. Everyone was great. 
highlights were How sad songs. Do... Oh, also, Leaves from the Vine and Secret Tunnel Extended was crazy. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I think I saw that video. Yeah. How did they do the Tsugi horn? It is a kind of horn. I just don't know what it is off the top of my head. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, that's like a made up instrument, right? Yes. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's see. I'll find it. Um, While you're looking it up, if you, I, if you have, have the chance to go to the concert, problems. do it. Nice. Uh, I saw some announcement saying, like, it's been ex- officially expanded into 100 cities. And go yes. check out this website for more details. And I look at the website, and it is not in 100 cities. <laughs> <laughs> see here. Sad. It well, says there's cities in, I can't get to. It's in Armenian uh, Duduk, which I can't pronounce. Perhaps. Oh, I've heard of this instrument. That sounds right, yeah. If you, if you can believe that. Wow, a lot of these are sold out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad this is, like, again, if anything, the live-action series is, like, making everything else popular. Although I'm sure this was already sold out before the live-action dropped on Netflix. Um, it was great. I also heard a lot of mixed reviews in the crowd about the live-action. And, like, with friends I was talking to about it as well. Um it, it like the the like borderline not borderline like the ultimate uh, takeaway from the live action it seems is that you should go back and watch the cartoon. <laughs> that well, we can only hope that will be people's takeaway. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. It's, I guess speaking of the music, uh, quickly, I I feel my main takeaway from the music in this show so far, while it has been great, um, like I noticed during an Azula scene this episode, I was like vaguely heard her. I don't know if it's Azula's theme or what it's called, but I feel like I heard her music from. I think it's the, the Fire the Nation show. theme. Yeah, it's like a weird version of the Fire Nation theme. Like the da 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 It's like yeah, a little bit more something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I hear, it. but uh, but I feel like most of the time I don't hear it. Pretty mm-hmm. like like I so I guess my thought maybe this is a normie music take but I I I, w- I wish that they were less subtle the music in the show like I wish it was more bombastic. Um, like I do it, too. It's, yeah, it's a yeah. little too subtle. I, I this is how I feel about like Breath of the Wild and stuff. Like like I wish like it's a little bit more in your face. Like I I, I get that this is probably purposeful and it's good or whatever for it to be subtle but i, I want to hear the themes i'm familiar that's a very with. good take about breath of the wild we should talk about that later i mean this is that's a pretty normal take about breath of the wild i don't know i don't um, see people talking about it. i see just nothing but praise for that game and and this well it's an amazing game just it the is. music that's that's kind of the main music one of the main music takes is wish you the themes were a little more prominent and stuff and and the, they didn't really go in a different direction in the sequel mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i, I mean it's, it's like that's the fan service i would want to see is kind of more in your face music yeah. yeah, I thought they would like take a lot of stuff verbatim from the score. Did did Jeremy Zuckerman work on this at all? He did, and then he dropped out. Yes. Bro, so he, yeah, he he initially did, but dropped when Mike Bryan dropped. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. Um, I, yeah, I guess speaking of Mike and Brian there, I see that the uh, Brian is credited next episode, so we will. Yeah, they're credited. Um. Yeah, just, just in the the first episode and and I think this episode. I think in the um, last couple as well, maybe. maybe. I could be making mm, that up. No, yeah. Not in the official the end credits. But I don't think it really matters anyway. I think that they're just uh, kind of ceremonial credits because they started from their script or something. Love yeah. up that IMDB page. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Not like Megan Bryan did a ton <laughs> since Cora anyway. Uh, <sighs> other than, yeah, I don't mean to take a shot. They did. 
No, but they, we great, want great, we great want things that they're on. Earth. They did things. Did, did Brian ever wanted. finish that crap? Did Brian ever, ever finish thread, thread Thread Worlds or whatever? I don't, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Oh my god! <laughs> Mike, Mike at least wrote books and finished books. Like uh, anyway, Brian did. Brian made music. He, the creative process is different for everybody. <laughs> And, you know, artists got to work at their own pace, Dylan, no matter yeah. what and the, we're gonna, the, the fans we, think. We'll be very reminded of that when the Avatar, the first uh, Avatar Studios movie gets delayed. We're going to that that'll be very clear to us when uh, things will come out for a long I time. I wish they would talk about it already because the layoffs happened months ago. Like they need to. I mean, it would be nice for them to update the situation just so people don't get their hopes up too early. Last we heard officially about Avatar Studios was 2022, so it has been a little bit. Yeah, but the layoffs happened in October of last year. I don't know if we've heard official word on anything about this. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really know. I should really say something. Um, who hasn't got... Uh, Jeff, anything else from the episode that you want to um, talk to? Yeah, but first off, uh, Ali, you mentioned the books, I think. So based on all y'all's recommendation, I have not ordered them. So yes! Let's go! <laughs> they're really good good. thank you jeff i appreciate you and you're gonna love them i promise you're gonna love them yeah very good um i I was nervous because like oh like it's it's an investment to read a novel and if it's not going to be a good one like and adaptations (laughs) sometimes aren't but this is apparently a good one so i hope i mean i think you can trust me because the books are very good if you like avatar you'll like the books that's that's my review from the half of the first one I read, it was a good book. Like, and Mel, it's not you've like been, the comics. Yeah, well, Dylan, are... you need to keep reading. I don't know why you Maybe I will. But and it was Mel, it's like the comics are like fine, right? Like except for the ones the ones that we talk about prominently, like the the other Avatar ones. Like they're fine. But the the, the book is like yeah, actually like The books are fantastic. Um I mean, compared to the comics, especially in a, a little bit of shade to the comics. Um But Mel is also bit. reading them and I think you're enjoying them unless I'm I'm almost done uh, the first Kiyoshi book. Why have you not? We'll talk about it later. I don't know. I have a job. Okay. (laughs) Alias has not been that long since. uh... I I told you to text me your reactions and you haven't been. Okay. Then I'll make a little list. (laughs) I got, I finally got to like the, 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 like the, like more like. uh... Yeah. You're in the second half. Yeah. Stuff's going down. Yes. Learn some, learn some interesting things. Okay, I, I have some stuff I can text you about, actually. I mean, come in. Okay, that's, look, that, that's great for all of us uh, who are not on the text. That's <laughs> uh, the... Read the books and then you'll <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking for the podcast listeners here. Uh, the well, and, and Mel, Jeff, I don't know. Anyway, anything I, else no, on the actual I, episode? I feel pretty good about uh, sharing my piece. Okay, we, did, we didn't really talk about the very opening yes. scene, and I think it's a bit of a mixed bag. Like. Um, oh yeah, Aang, they, they start on the run. Yeah, yeah, and like the dialogue, okay, but Aang shrugging while he's running—that's not. That's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, and the, the Fire Nation shoulders. Some of them are running like they're brandishing their spears as if there's a guy in front of them, but yet they're like twenty yards behind. That's also weird. But they were told when filming, "We're gonna put a guy in front of you and in, in post. Don't worry, it'll look right. It'll look normal." <laughs> but the, on the pr- plus side, uh, that, uh, I thought I. I liked Katara's uh, waterbending style there. I, ever since the Dai Li did it, I've always been a fan of using bending with small projectiles to mm. do, you know, massive damage. And uh, she did that. So good for her. Nice. I did, I did good like for the discs. Her. Yeah, good for her. I agree. Uh, oh, we were t- someone was talking about Katara before. I, and I, I agree. It's, this is like a more muted 
Katara, unfortunately, and uh, yeah, I agree. She doesn't really get to display wisdom or feistiness or much of anything. And no female it, it's, rage. It's a real shame. At it's a all. Shame. It's a huge shame. She's... Good. Maybe. No, <laughs> I'm not. After like they showed clips of the original cartoon with the music, and it just made me want that in live action. It's not that hard to do, and they're just choosing not to, and I don't understand why. Look, maybe we're going for a more growth projection arc with Katara and she'll grow into the confidence. But you still need to see her have the flaws in the first place to grow. Like Right. We haven't really seen it. We haven't even seen hints of it, honestly, so far. Her flaws so. that she's flat. Yeah. Uh yeah. So is she uh, a Suki now? Is that where we're going with this? No. Yeah, but she's not cool enough to be a Suki. Like, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> she's this, Suki this was much girl cooler. Can bend ice. She's cool enough. She did do the ice disc. I mean, okay, I will say the prog- the progression of her bending has been a little Suki-ish, uh, for sure. Uh, Aang, okay, Aang bending other elements. Watch, nope, five no. episodes, still no, oh, no yeah. other elements. We're over halfway through. He hasn't bent. Yeah, he just kind of stands in the background while Katara's like. Doesn't even try to. Doesn't even try to, to do bending. I, I think that's maybe the most wild decision they've made so far. Like he has to do it next episode, right? Like they can't just go. Into, I mean, they probably won't. Probably won't. And then he just does water bends for the first time in the Northern Water <laughs> Tribe. It's like this is a show about the Avatar learning as they travel. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's now, it's just about the journey and not, or it's about the destination and not about the journey. Is what it feels like. Oh man, so, you're so true, Chong. I I listen. Okay, it's how it feels. It's not a. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not coming on the podcast again. <laughs> you're. No, that- you're on like tomorrow. Well, <laughs> you're on like all of them. It's great. Okay. Maybe I'll disappear. Oh, don't do that. Don't know. This was wonderful. We loved hearing about the concert. There's a lot of great commentary <laughs> on this one. So let us know what you guys thought. Send your feedback, everything we discussed to podcast at overlyanimated.com. Uh, yes, we love your feedback on these upcoming episodes. Tell us what you thought of the Blue Spirit stuff. I will see how it goes. Um, I think high stakes for this next episode. I think this is kind of make or break, honestly, from mm. my perspective for this season. Are you so. not going to watch the last two episodes? It's not like I'm not going to watch it. If this next just, one is bad. If this next one is not like actively good, I don't think they can recover and the season will be like very good. It could still be fine, but you know, I, I think like, I don't know how we just, how we overcome the uh, blue spirits mm. really, really key episodes. So. How do we overcome indeed? And how do we overcome anything? I know, right? Like, there's so much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I agree. Um, Yeah. So please let let us know your thoughts for the upcoming podcast. Consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron podcast, Michael. And thanks always to our patron executive producers, Steve, Michael, and Phonician. Uh, Speaking of Michael, I was briefly talking with Michael on the Discord about uh, the show Shogun. I mentioned that last time. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to watch that. Uh, it just I just went from watching an episode of this show to watching Shogun, and it's like, Sh- is it the Shogun biggest, is just like creative whiplash. It was such a whiplash. Shogun is so amazing, mm. and like we're trying to give the show its this Avatar show its due and stuff, but it's just like when you watch an actually great show next to it, it's so apparent like that this mm-hmm. is like not that much of anything. It's unfortunate. Man, we're yeah. just grasping at straws, huh? 
I mean, it's, it's shows that are just enjoyable, but not great or valid, which is what the show is, I guess. Like it's, it's valid and it's avatar and it's fun to talk about, but, um, it well, just it's, makes it's you valid, but do you like it? Is it yeah. Is it enjoyable like? is the question. Um, I think talking about it has been enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I think at, at, at the very least at times it has been, enjoyable, I would have preferred sure. to have watched it with you guys instead of on my own. Cause I would have had a more fun time yeah. just That'd talking about it. Yeah, we're not. We're only one episode removed from those Zuko Ira flashbacks, which I praised a ton. We all praised those. So, the, so like, look, there's good stuff here. Yeah, you know. yeah. Okay, uh, that is going to be it for our discussion on Spirited Away. Shouldn't have been called that, uh, but that <laughs> is, they did. At least they got Spirited. People were Spirited Away in the first trip. They yeah, were Spirited Away. Yeah. I saw it happen. There you go. We will be back. Yes. I saw it <laughs> yeah, you saw it happen. You're an eyewitness. We, we, we saw the God, the you're talking to the 11 o'clock news right now okay. about, like, yeah, yeah they saw that they got. Those people they That'd be funny. They got next step, next time, masks. Masks coming up. Bear them. There's, hope it's not there's, over. There's masks involved off. in the Blue Spirit. Masks will be, I hope, that, what if they just don't reveal the identity of the Blue Spirit and the masks do not come off? Yeah, <laughs> what if it's, like, the, the TV short... Yeah. Where, like, Katara ends up with the blue spirit. You remember that one? Oh, oh I forgot about that. So School cute. time shipping. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Okay, we'll see you then, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.